...great circumstances that would allow me to avoid running, and I was happier to wait for the next bus than to chase the one rolling into a stop a block ahead. I rolled my eyes at runners in parks and wondered why any sane woman would put herself through such an ordeal. I did, however, know all about the desire to run, about endurance and its metaphors. When I was 20 years old, in 1998, my father, who loved running, and my mother, who didn't, died in a plane crash. Life changed, and I found myself with urgent new responsibilities, trying to halt the toxic tailspin of loss. The decade of tears that followed seemed interminable. I stumbled often. I point to that block of sadness when some idiot asks me if this running business is all transference and I'm really running away from the past. I started running ten years after my parents died, and nothing was as difficult as I'd expected. I found it in myself to move, finally, and experienced that movement not just as liberation, but as transformation. My legs grew strong quickly, and the many pleasures of running through the city were mine. A new geography enveloped me. I'd lived in Sydney for a decade, but I hadn't paid enough attention to the great sweep of coastline and to the open water beyond it. The world changed around me again, more slowly this time. I found that I had become a runner. Running. Me. A runner. The star of my own one-woman comedy extravaganza. I raved about my discovery to anyone who would listen. Everybody is identical in their secret, unspoken belief that way deep down they are different from everyone else, writes David Foster Wallace in Infinite Jest. And when I began to run, I thought I'd hit on something really new. My body was a pendulum swinging across the landscape. My unlocked limbs tumbled and became light. I learned to feel with my feet to distinguish between asphalt and concrete beneath my shoes, to love the springiness of wooden decking and the unexpected sink into paths made of shredded tyres. I'm a slow runner, complacent rather than competitive. On a shelf in my study is a scrapbook full of race bibs and a pile of the cheap chipped medals that every runner is given when she finishes a race. In the beginning, I hung on to the advice of a few friends and family members who ran too. My notes seemed like fragments of poems that bent my world into a new shape. Look up the hill, let yourself float to the top, find your pace. When you hit that pace, you can run forever. Some athletes love to talk about what a simple sport running is. They say that all you need is a pair of sneakers. That's not true. What you need is some freedom of movement and the ability to see a clear path ahead of you. It took me years to see that path and to find my pace. When I finally got moving, I hoped I might be able to run forever. Books shaped my world long before running did. As a child, I squirrelled away in the library. When I grew up, I wrote a doctorate on modernist literature. Haruki Murakami's memoir, What I Talk About When I Talk About Running, forms a bridge between long-distance running and a certain kind of reading, and I've been given several copies of it. Murakami's title is pinched from a volume of short stories that he translated into Japanese. 
Raymond Carver's What We Talk About When We Talk About Love, each in its own way, they're books about human endurance. Carver's stories of flight and abandonment explore the sadness, desperation and hopefulness that compel people to run away from each other and sometimes to return. They leave the reader to deal with the thick residue of melancholy. When Carver's characters talk about love, what they're really talking about is hate and resentment and loss. When Murakami talks about running, he's actually talking about the life of a writer. Stories about running are often like this, in that they're about something else. They are tales of shape-shifting, of the desire to shed one skin and step into another. One running story may be a parable on persistence or denial, another a warning. It took more than running, of course, for me to haul myself out.